רק אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שבדרנו, לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שוכני עפר. קדוש עם אשר בארץ הם אביבך לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו נמנחן, לא באמת כחוכמה. רבנו נחמן ונפגה בן שמחה נענח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם, today we continue with uh, section 9 of שפחי הרן. Uh, we're going to do the second part of it today, God willing, and then tomorrow we're going to finish it off and enter סעיף יוד, section 10. But we start with the words, Ve'itchilu lachkor. As we just talked about, that uh, as they enter the new area uh, in the main capital of uh, Istanbul, uh, Rabbeinu's attendant were greeted, or Rabbeinu's attendant was greeted by these two people who were uh, emissaries from Eretz Yisrael going back to Ukraine, students of Rabbi Avram Kalisker. Um, and they began to question the attendant of Rabbeinu. They began to investigate with regard to this man, this attendant, which they were familiar with, who they knew. Who was with Rabbeinu. If he has this letter, this, uh, this letter, which was by the uh, Austrian uh, Kaiser's government. And uh, what did the man respond? The attendant of Rabbeinu responded, The man responded with, I don't have it. When they asked him, They began to question again. And to go back to the main point of why they were causing all this trouble, what is your intention with regard to traveling to Eretz Yisrael? And he responded, that He responded that he didn't know his, uh, the person he's traveling with, he didn't know this man's intention. Meaning he didn't know Rabenu's intention, but he didn't know it was Rabenu. So he, the attendant of Rabenu responds to these two people who he knows, I don't know what his intention is, but I know he's traveling um, with uh, permission from the Austrian government. I don't know why. And this, these two people, they did not want to rely on the truth of this person anymore. And they began to accuse this man that he too was now misleading them. And they said, Even though that we already know you and we recognize you to be a holy and upright man, we have uh, doubts. Whether you've retained your integrity and your holiness, your, your uprightness. They began to ask him, Did you ask your Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman from Medvedevka? They're talking about Rabenu right now, who literally this man is traveling with, but they, didn't, they, didn't, they never met Rabenu before. So they didn't know what he looks like, who he is, etc. They didn't know that the man he was traveling with is Rabenu. So they asked this man who they knew was a student of Rabbi Nachman. They said, did you ask your Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman, whether you should travel with this man? Amalem, and he responded to them saying, Hen, yes, I did. And he said, it's okay. But they did not rely on his words anymore. As we said above, Because they thought now clear. They thought it was clear and it was completely um, evident. About Rabenu, may his memory be a blessing, that he was a schemer, God forbid. They already made up their mind that now Rabenu and this man, his attendant, who he was tra- the, the man who, he was, who this attendant was traveling with, was actually going there to create dispute and strife on the people of Artisel, the Chassidim and Artisel, specifically Rabbi Avram Kalisker, who Rabenu was actually very close to and who loved very much, but um, they had no idea. And these people themselves went to Rabenu, may his memory be a blessing. They went to Rabenu himself 
to investigate by him who he was, from which place he comes from, which family he comes from. Rabbeinu did not want to reveal a single thing. And they spoke with Rabbeinu about their sophistications, their wisdoms. And they began to investigate, to, in, to search. In many different ways. In many different fashions in order to try to bring out from Rabbeinu any single word to understand who he was and what he's about, what he's trying to do. Meaning to try to get him to reveal something against his will. And Rabbeinu responded to them with all their questions in Rabbeinu's wisdom. Rabbeinu responded to them with Chochmah. They did not get anything from his answers. They could not understand anything. Rabbeinu confused their minds very, very much. I mean, he bewildered them. And he twisted their mind. To the point where they were not able to understand a single thing. To really to stay certain about a single thing. Any sort of their uh, theories that they thought about Rabbeinu, they cannot come to a conclusion about it. They cannot understand a single thing, not half a thing. And every single time Rabbeinu would appear to them, to these people, as a different man completely. He would, uh, he would pretend to be someone different every single time he spoke with them. For example, they asked Rabbeinu, not knowing he was Rabbeinu, saying what? Are you a Kohen? Are you uh, from the tribe of Levi, uh, from a tribe of Levi, from the descendants of Aaron a Kohen? Heshiv? And he responded, Hen, yes, I am. I am a Kohen. And afterwards, just passively, as they were talking to him the next day, they asked him suddenly if he was a part of uh, Israel, the tribe of Israel, basically not from the Leviim, not from the Kohanim. Um, not from the tri- uh, not whether he descended from Aaron or whether he was from the Leviim, the tribe of Levi, but if he was from all the other tribes. And he responded, Yes, I'm a Israel. I'm not a Kohen nor a Levi. Shaluto. And they began to ask him after he responded that way. Yesterday you said you were a Kohen. But now you're saying you're a Yisrael. Rabbeinu responded like this. Kohen is a Midat Chesed. As brought down in the Zohar Kadosh. The Kohen is the trait of Chesed. The Kohen represents the trait of kindness. And Israel represents a different trait. Bless is God that I have both this trait of the Kohen and both this trait of the Israel. I have both traits, so I'm both of them. And they said to him, they responded back to Rabbeinu, Nikar ata. Now it's recognizable that it's certain that you're part of those people arguing against the Hasidim. You're one of the Cholkim. You're one of the people coming to cause strife. And uh, your, uh, what do you call it? And your way is not to uh, reveal what you're doing here. That they basically accused Rabbeinu of being one of those spies. And they began to hate him with the utmost hate. And they embarrassed him. They shamed him with all sorts of disgrace. And many days at a time they used to insult him with all these sorts of curses in every possible insult. And most of the insults and the disgrace that uh, Rabbeinu endured was specifically from one of the two uh, people. One of them was even stronger than the other. And Rabbeinu began to reach out to them to try to, uh, to lighten the situation. And he began to say to them, 
you shall know this for certain, that what? I will certainly not reveal my intention in traveling to the land of Israel. Because it's brought down in Kohelet Rabbah, in the Midrash on Kohelet and also in Tikkun Ezoar. That what? My heart hasn't revealed it yet to my mouth, Rabbi Hussein. And nonetheless, even though I won't reveal to you my intention, as it's brought down in the verse in Teilim, uh, I believe. How good, how good, and how pleasant is it when brothers are able to sit together in unity? As he brings from Teilim. And it's good when people, when brothers sit in unity, even if they don't know their friend's intentions. Rabbeinu was saying. Rabbeinu was saying in simplicity, even though you don't know my intention, judge me positively. Let's sit together in peace because Rabbeinu was saying that I don't have bad intentions. He just can't reveal it. And they respond to him, If you reveal to us your intention, It's certain that you're going to receive an immeasurable amount of good. A great amount of good. And he responded to them, I do not run, want to receive good from you. I don't, I don't need it. Often, and I will not reveal to you in any single fashion, any single way, any, under any single circumstance, will I not reveal to you the main aspect of my intention. On the contrary, you are able to receive from me good if you guys want. Abenu was saying, I don't need any good from you, but if you guys want, you guys can receive good from me. Heshivunu and they responded, It seems from your language. It seems from your language that you are speaking in the same fashion as the great famous tzaddikim. Kmo Rabbi Baruch. Just like Rabbi Baruch and Medziboz, the uncle of Rabenu, who is a very famous tzaddik, who used to speak in high terms about himself. Rabbi Shalom. And Rabbi Shalom of Chobisht, the grandson of the Magid of Mezrich. Who used to speak highly about himself? But Rabbi Nachman, and they brought the example of Rabbi Nachman, who they never met, but they know he spoke highly about himself too, and they know he was a famous tzaddik. They, yet alone, they don't know that he's standing right before them. So he's accusing this man, who they don't think is Rabbeinu, but they're saying you are speaking like all these great tzaddikim, Rabbi Baruch, Rabbi Shalom, of Chobish, Rabbi Nachman, of uh, Rabbi Nachman. That it's their way that they have the custom of speaking great terms in mysterious ways. But it's certain that you are not one of these people. Because it seems because it's certain that you are one of those people arguing against the tzaddik. The tzaddik you are one of those people, one of those um, opposers of the true tzaddikim. And they said to him, that before he would arrive that they warned Rabenu, they said, before you arrive in Israel, don't worry, there's going to be a letter already in the land of Israel that you are um, one of the people opposing the tzaddikim and you are a spy. So that you cannot mislead these people when you arrive in Israel. They were telling Rabenu that, what? There's no way you're going to mislead the tzaddikim, the chassidim, and Israel, because I will already send a letter that will arrive before, before you, um, letting them know that you are coming and that you're trying to mislead them and that you're trying to oppose them. That's it for today. Bezrat Hashem will continue the next um, podcast, finishing off Torah Tet, Si'if uh, Tet, sorry, and then hopping into uh, section um, 10. Bezrat Hashem.